You should be checking out our Twitch all the time. You know why? Because it's one of the best damn Twitches in the universe. The fact is, we are four funny individuals, and we talk about fantasy football. We dance. We party. You see live reactions of heartbreaking losses live on our Twitch. Twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. Drop the beat. Welcome to the 9 o'clock news with the Fantasy Daydreamers. JJ is somewhere. With us today we have Keone. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, everybody of all denominations. It is so good to be here with you again. And while I did take a break from the Twitter sphere of verse this past weekend... Oh boy, will I potentially make it up this next week? Who no guarantees though. You never know what's gonna happen in life, but hopefully one of the one constants can be me on Twitter, depending very varying, because again, I just said I wasn't there on last week. So, but if you want to do that and see me on the Twitters and all the content that I have to say on the Twitter version that Elon Musk owns, Daydreamer Keone. And of course we have Ryan. What's up, guys? R-O-K-K-O, Rocko, 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 Daydreamer. I am here chilling. I have a nomination for Biggest Bitch since Bruce Aaron retired, and his nomination is going to be Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> Kingsbury, whatever his second name is. Say, I, if you agree with this. One, I, two, three. Uh, I. Okay. We now we have now decided Bruce Arians <laughs> have entered the Hall of Fame of being a bitch. Retired. I'm happy for you. The first Cliff. inaugural shit brown mm. jacket. Cliff, mm. you are here to stay, baby. Mm. And I am your host for tonight, uh, producer Ian. You can follow me at Daydreaming Ian because we all like to be a little different here. Uh, so, oh, did, did you guys hear that? I think it's uh, the news coming in. Um, well, let's start off with the most recent news we have that's not in the notes, but we saw it. Uh, Kyler Murray, um, looks like mm, little doubt that he didn't tear his ACL, so he probably is, uh, we'll see him next year. So mm. Yeah, he's lost for the Cardinals, uh, he's lost for our fantasy football teams. Um, we'll pick some QBs later for you guys. The streamable options in the waiver wire section. So, but uh, not a great, not a great day for sure. Um, okay, Bengals wide receiver Tyler Boyd is dealing with a dislocated finger. He left the game in the first quarter, did not return, could possibly miss a week or two. Mm. Sucks. Bye, Jamar Chase. I guess. Uh, mm. along top on top of that, Bengals wide receiver T Higgins, T Higgins is dealing with a right hamstring injury. Hamstring seems to, uh, really affect those wide receivers a lot. So we don't know mm. how long he'll be. He did try to sneak on the field though. He so played. Maybe he is close. <laughs> they just wanted to be, uh, honestly, cautious. it was really filthy. He played one snap and then didn't play again. As far Oof, as I saw, that's always the worst, which means that it would, I felt bad for anybody who started them. Uh, except for Kevin. That's funny. Um, <laughs> Steelers QB Kenny Pickett left early with a concussion. I don't think mm. anybody this year has gotten a concussion and played the next week. So No, it seems oh, to be a theme Tua. since Tua. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, uh, technically, he's not ruled out for next week because he can clear protocol, but it doesn't seem like they're going to let anybody clear protocol within one week. actually a few concussions on here. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, same concussion stories. We have Jets wide receiver Corey Davis. He took a knee to the head. He's in concussion Oof. protocol. Mm. Um, Good thing we said to sit him. Mm. Yeah, we, we definitely predicted the, the knee to the head. Jets QB Mike White day-to-day with a rib injury, and I'm surprised this man is alive. I don't know if you I mean, saw some of those hits that he was taking, but he was trying to be cut in half. They are going to have to rebuild him. Like, he is like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, pulling the pole, the metal rod out of out of himself on the, on the steel steps in the end of T2, and you just see the lightning bolt come in. We'll, we'll, I think we'll see Mike White again, because um, we'll probably have to, given the state of Zach Wilson, but Let's hope they rebuild him better, stronger, faster. Um, Is this turning into the $6 million man? I I kind of combining, you know, cyborgian metaphors and, you know, allegories and tales from TV and cinema and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Have you seen Not Another Teen Movie? I believe so. It has Chris Chris Evans, doesn't it? Yes. Do you remember why Chris Evans doesn't start in the football games anymore? Because that's what happened to Mike White. Anyway, Mike White, Chris Evans threw the ball to a one of the receivers that never got to play, and the kid literally got cut in half. Good. And that's exactly what happened to Mike White. Uh, yeah. Ravens QB Tyler Huntley was declared out with a concussion. Once again. Uh, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Once again, who's going to... who's? <laughs> He's probably not coming back for a week. So no. who's their backup? So, I truly don't, I don't know right now. I don't remember his no name, name, but he played and they there's somebody else that hopefully they're going to rely on. And I'll talk about him towards the end of the podcast, but we'll see again because that guy is also kind of iffy. You know, I'm not sure if you can trust him, but I wouldn't. This week's quarterback for the Ravens you is not going to be on the waiver wire. I guarantee you that, at least from me. Anthony so, Brown. <laughs> Okay, no, not yeah. not going to be for me, dog. Uh, Texans running back Damian Pierce was questionable to return in the fourth quarter with an ankle injury. Mm, Sucks. He, he looked okay, you know, throughout the rest of the game. So that's that's tough. He's a uh, really good. He just kind good. of uh, sucks that he's on that team. Uh, Dolphins running back Jeff Wilson was carted off the field with a hip injury. Considered day to day right now. Does this elevate Raheem Mostert or do you still keep him on your bench? Uh, I oh, think depending on matchup. matchup. Yeah. What do, you, what, do, what do you do? Bruce is one of the best matchups in NFL history, a.k.a. the Chargers run defense. The Chargers, I know for the Chargers. I don't know why they were injured as shit, but they they really mm, bolted down for 37. Most of my loss, a little juice. Uh, I I don't know because like I said the Chargers the Chargers were were playing really well on defense last night. I mean they let that one or they let that one big play by Tyreek Hill and then the other touchdown they got on offense was the fumble recovery which which is don't get me wrong is a very Chargers thing to do but it's also just kind of a fluke. Mm. Like you can't say that was good offense. So um yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah, they've been Jeff Wilson was four for twenty six too. 
Like, so they, they were able to run the ball. It's just, was Mostert the worst one? Who knows? <sighs> Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill was in and out of the game on Sunday night. Uh, it was kind of weird seeing him. He was definitely not playing mm. as many snaps as you would expect him to. He was kind of big when he did play. Um, I hey, believe Ian. that's an ankle injury. What's up? Talking about Tyree Hill. Is the season bet over? No. Not over, huh? No. What I, he he clearly is kind of injured. What happens if he the gets injured? The season is over. Which no, it's not. Kenny also won his bet. No, it's not. Shout out to you, Kenny. How is it not over? It's the playoffs now. Because be, cause well, we go I'll by take, consistent. I'll take my bet being over if Dalton Schultz is. <laughs> yeah, does the rankings change or no? What about the – what? yeah, the rankings do change. They don't okay, do playoff they, rankings. They do total season rankings. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll that's what that. I'm saying. You go on any website, it's like, oh, well, Week he did this. 17 is – We're hoping he over? misses these two – we're hoping he misses two games right here. He's just like, you know what – his ankle's not feeling well two games, and then we're just like, null and void. Although our bet can be done, Ryan. <laughs> I know, we'll keep it going. I wish it was done. Hey, now. Dawson Knox scored, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah it was. I honestly that, that pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, I think that's closer. Year. I think that's, yeah, a, so, that's closer than. Um, no, it's really close. It. It's, it's really close. Although I think Dalton Schultz is doing just enough to stay ahead. It's because Dalton Schultz was really bad in the beginning of the season without Derek, um, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Um, okay, let's move on. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel is likely to have a high ankle injury, but no broken bones. We talked about him on the live stream. That was... Yeah. He'll be back before the regular football playoffs start. So he might not be available in next fantasy four weeks. playoffs. What, four, four weeks? 15, 16, 17, 18? Yeah, within the next four weeks. Uh, it's uh, I don't know it's he might be done for the season for fantasy they could also just be kind of keeping him they have they have Brandon Ayuk Tyreek Hill or it's not Tyreek Hill um George Kittle and what's his name Christian McCaffrey they they don't need him every week to be like a factor on that offense Oh my goodness, I thought Schultz was way farther ahead no No. it is close Schultz was 17 I'll roll it by six points. Come on, Knox. <laughs> oh, I'm goodness. back in the game. The joy is back in my heart. I feel so good. I think the difference oh, is, is that since since the bye week for Dalton Schultz, he's been he's been fairly good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oof, I have no idea what news we're talking about. I was looking it up. But if Debo's out, uh I think Ayuka is a great play. I think George Kittle will be more involved. And I think CMC is a great play too. Yeah, Dalton Schultz is uh is tight end two since their bye week in week ten. Or week nine yeah. was their bye, ten was their mm-hmm. time back. So that's why. That's a suck. Um <laughs> next one. Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore is day to day with a knee sprain. Don't play him. Yeah. Yeah. If you Panthers yeah. win that game, but don't play him. Uh Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson was taken out uh due to a concussion. Didn't he come right back in? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. He seemed like out of anybody with the concussion, he could have maybe gone back in. But at least for this game, you're not. If you get a concussion in the game, you're not going to come back in. No. So I think they just took him out because he took a hard hit. Yeah. Uh, Although they may have won if they kept him in, but that safety, player safety first. 
Huge, huge, uh, huge week for Russell Wilson. He is very close to catching up to um, his bathrooms total. So he's at 11 now. Bathrooms stay consistent at 12. Um, Broncos running back Mike Boone was carted off with an ankle injury. Uh, yeah, Helps Latavius Murray even more. Mm-hmm. Just thinning out the herd even more than I think it, you, you'd think it could. Um, cowboy signed veteran wide receiver Ty Hilton, T.Y. Hilton. Um, this is huge for T.Y. Good for him. He's getting a paycheck again. What? He's not going to the Cowboys. I think this means LBJ is not going to the Cowboys. You are probably correct, sir. Almost guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker's out with a head injury and Ramondre Stevenson out with an ankle injury. Mm. Those. Pretty much just happened. We will know more about them later. Stay also, stay tuned for Wednesday. We'll have updates on a lot of these players. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, with the Panthers game, if you had uh, let Wayne Gallman play, maybe you wouldn't have lost Seattle. Just saying. Just, just saying. Didn't he get... <laughs> when did he get picked up? This past week onto the practice squad. On Wednesday? Yeah, but running back to the type of position... I'll tell a funny story later. Okay. What's time to, let's move on to the awards. All mm. right. Let's move on to our, I need to find the sound, our awards. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dog's licking me right now. Um, mm. This Why first. licking you? My hand while I'm trying oh, to press the sound. Okay. okay. This, we, can't remember, we can't see you. This first sound. Sorry, this first award is the uh, a player that was a risky start, but it worked out. This is the spicy award. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Ryan, you want to start, start us off? Yeah. With, uh, it's spicy award. Um, it's going to be uh, Mike Williams. Last time you saw Mike Williams play, he did a crazy catch and then got re- and re-injured his ankle. So coming into this week, we weren't 100% sure. Um, you know, if he could last, those you know how those ankle injuries are a little fickle. Well, six for six, one sixteen, a touchdown. I uh, looked good. You know, he did a little stinky leg as a, t- a touchdown celebration. And I think Mike Williams is a good play the rest of the year. So, coming off the ankle injury, looks good. Guy is TD. Got over hundred yards. He was a little spicy, but just right about spice. He uh, also helped make Justin Herbert look really good i don't know if it was just this particular game or having him back but justin herbert played oh to the, him to actually the, having all his weapons yeah <laughs> amazing <laughs> but it also didn't do well for joshua palmer um anyways oh, a, yeah. a spicy player for this week spicy. based off how they have been going so far in this season but maybe you had to play him because of buys and you threw him in there in your flex spot and it worked out for the most part Deontay Johnson, you know, Johnson has not been great, you know, having not finished inside the top 30 in any week this season, he faced a relatively tough Ravens defense, you know, they, but they have given up, you know, points, but we figured this was going to be a low scoring um, matchup in for the division. Um, you know, like I said, you probably had to play him for bye weeks, um, but this was probably a game that you did not watch. You probably skipped over it and just hoped for the best, looked at your fantasy, you know, players after this game. 
Um, but it worked out for him. He had his, his best fantasy finish of the season or his second best fantasy finish of the season. Um, I'm sorry, in terms of fantasy, it was his best finishing, uh, as a bottom end wide receiver two, hovering around 24. Um, he still had no touchdown. So still looking for that one. (laughs) Consistent. Yes. But he had six catches for 82 yards, which is his second best of the season. Um, he was likely a flex play and that didn't let you down. You know, he did enough to not lose you a matchup and that's all you can ask for at that flex spot, especially, um, as a bye week villain. So Deontay Johnson, you were a little bit of a spicy play, but it turned out to be a good flavor. All right. Uh, JJ, cause I'm reading JJ's notes was Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Um, honestly don't know how he did it. Uh, but he finished really well. He had seven catches on nine targets for 112 yards and two touchdowns. Um, definitely outperformed uh, Pacheco and was the – hold on, I'm looking at it right now. Was the number two in receptions this week behind only Juju Smith-Schuster. He came through when they really needed him. He had the long play of the day. Kind of a big surprise. Honestly – very super spicy start. I wouldn't have started Jerry McKinnon. I'm going to give you a bonus one that I just came up with. Spiciest start of the year. Guaranteed. Be careful, though. It's spicy. It's the man himself, Russell Wilson. Oh. Russell Wilson finally did it. The Broncos offense looked... Oh, good? Pretty good? They got four touchdowns? You know... He had three touchdowns, 250 yards, an interception, um, 57 yards rushing. Solid week from him this week. Mm, Can't complain about Russell Wilson. So, Mm. Russell Wilson, Jarek McKinnon, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, you guys are the It's Spicy Award winners. All right, let's move on to the next award. We all know what this one is. It's the MVP of the week. It's the Who Do You Think You Are? I Am Award. Who do you think you are? I am. Ryan, go ahead. Let's start this off with a, I think is going to be a stack for this award. Me and Keone, the Dugley boys, teaming up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 3D. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I was a week too early on this prediction, but... 368, three touchdowns, and also had a rushing touchdown. He was balling out versus the Titans. You know, did a little taunting at the end, too. I liked I liked a little trash talk. He's been on fire for two out of the last three weeks, basically, um, going over 300 yards and three touchdowns uh, three weeks ago and then this week. And he had that horrible, crazy knee injury, whatever happened, or foot, whatever happened to him uh, last week. And I think he would have been on fire last week, too. So... He's a great play right now. Really putting up good numbers. Absolutely. Please, Jaguars, move moved to San Diego. Because <laughs> um, their they're, they're future is looking bright. Um, and one of the players that, you know, is it's looking bright for as well is Evan Ingram. Trevor Lawrence has a way of highlighting his guys on random weeks, and this was no exception. You know, it's always a big deal when a guy gets over 30 fantasy points, and even more so when it's a tight end. Uh, Evan Ingram was the executioner acting on half on behalf of T law and left the divisional opponents, the Titans 
He left him hanging high. Uh, he was the clear tight end one this week by a pretty big margin. He had nearly 20 fantasy points more than the next closest tight end. And he was able to achieve that due to 11 catches on 15 targets for 162 yards and two touchdowns. Those are all career bests, except for he tied his career bests of 11 receptions, which he also got in week one of the 2019 season. Great job. Probably helped you make it to the fantasy playoffs if you were able to play him. Potentially an, a, also a spicy award you know, nominee. Um, you know, so yeah, he also maybe have kicked some people out. So T law and Evan Ingram, good job. Just MVPs, Jaguars, MVPs. My MVP is somebody you expect MVP greatness from. Uh, I know I was thinking about doing Jerry Judy for this one, but in reality, I mean, the man had three touchdowns, but only 70 yards. I think it was more luck than skill. So I got to give it to my man, Justin Jefferson. Balled out. Had all the yards for his team. Um, really kind of reminds you why you need to pick, like, why it's good to actually pick a wide receiver first round, maybe after those first five uh, he's a wide receiver one on the year so far. He had 11 receptions, 223 yards, which is a franchise record, I I think, for the Vikings, which is a surprise. Mm. You would think that Randy Moss would have it, but I guess not. Huge week. The only thing he was missing was a touchdown, and if this man had a touchdown, it would have it would have been game over. He would have definitely passed um, Jerry Judy on the week for the number one spot. So we're going with T-Law. The Sheriff, Evan Ingram, and Justin Jefferson. You guys are the who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I am award winners. And the last award we have is someone who stole your fantasy points from the starter. It is the Vulture Award. You stole it! He stole it! Ryan, go ahead and start us off. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Samaji P. Ryan here. Um, I mean, Joe Mixon had 17 touches over 100 yards, uh, total yards, and P. Ryan had five touches for a total of 24 yards. But guess who got a touchdown? P. Ryan stealing Joe Mixon from being good to... Very, very good. Um, so there is my vulture award. So I'm going to go also with a running back and it's going to be, it's going to be Justin Jackson. This was a frustrating week for fantasy managers who decided to, you know what? Week 13, great performance, top 10 performance at running back by Deandre Swift. He's back. No injuries. He's back on track. Well, I guess Dan Campbell and the coaching staff had another plan seeing as I mean, this is like a co with Jamal Williams, even though he's technically you can start him, but Jamal Williams outtouched both Swift and Jackson combined, which is frustrating. Jacks or um, Swift only had six carries, but Jackson got nearly as many yards as Swift, but he was able to find the end zone. I don't know why Swift is not getting more work. 
it's it's a little frustrating, especially given what he did in week 13. I don't know if they have a vendetta against him or not. It's just frustrating. <sighs> Justin Jackson, he vultured a touchdown from DeAndre Swift. And that's Jamal Williams' job. Exactly. I'm 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 okay with Jamal Williams getting a touchdown within like the five yard line. But Justin Jackson because <laughs> he does it every week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's that's just par for the course <laughs> at this point. But Justin Jackson, get out of no. Don't no. Get out of here. Go go somewhere else. DeAndre DeAndre Swift. I thought he couldn't miss, but I guess that only applies to Pokemon. Gotta catch him Pokemon. Um JJ's player that he left for me is actually somebody I agree with because it really hurt me. Um Marlon Mack. Latavius Murray is like to me pretty clearly their number one runner on the, the Denver Broncos. And he gets a good amount of receiving work, but Marlon Mack came in this week and ripped off a 60, 62, 65, 66 Around yard it. pass from Russell Wilson. Um Got the only touchdown out of the running backs. Every other touchdown went to Jerry Judy. Um, honestly, it just pissed me off. I don't have anything to say about it. It just really pissed me off because I saw, like, I saw the flash of it, and I was like, "Yeah, Latavius Murray touchdown. That's going to do really good for my fantasy team." And then it was Marlon Mack, and it just kind of hurt my soul. So Marlon Mack, Samaji P. Ryan, and Justin Jackson, you are the Vulture Award winners. You guys ready for the waiver wire? In case people don't know that, that is from the show, the wire. It's the intro. Just want to let people know that. So, uh, Ryan, uh, who do you got for the waiver wire? Cuba Hubbard, 19% roster last two weeks, 17 touches, uh, or, um, over 65 yards. He also got in the end zone last week. I think him and Foreman are trying to stare, uh, share the backfield a little bit more. I think at this point, you're looking for any running back that has a pulse to be on your <laughs> roster, and this is one of them. I think Chuba looks good, and I'll take him. I mean, Panthers are fighting for a playoff spot. They're doing everything possible. By being in a terrible division, that's the big first step. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I agree with that because, you know, I mentioned they were – like I talked about Deontay Foreman in the article, but then I also mentioned like Chuba Hubbard could have done just as well. And he did, you know, he got in the end zone and he did great. So yeah, Chuba Hubbard, that, that offense is somehow, you know, they're, they somehow have a chance to make playoffs, which is wild. Um, so yeah, Chuba Hubbard, um, another running back that was kind of the backup, but not is sort of in the mix, you know, in, in that backfield. And we talked about him earlier, Jarek McKinnon, 34.6% rostered. Apparently Kansas city is big enough for two viable running backs while it might vary each week. Um, who does better? Both Pacheco and McKinnon seem like viable fantasy options. Uh, McKinnon though has had three touchdowns over the past two games, all coming in the passing game. He is definitely being, being used there. He had nine receptions since week 13 and had over 100 yards through the air in this past game. While Pacheco is beating you on the ground, McKinnon is getting yards after the catch to carve through defenses. And moving forward, they face Houston, Seattle, and Denver. So I love all those matchups 
for a running back, especially since he did, he just did what he did versus Denver. And the other two are bottom, like bottom run defenses. I think you should pick him up, you know, like, yeah, even if you have Pacheco play both of them, why not? They're both, they're both viable running options. Uh, I'll have one, exactly one. And that's, um, kind of based off of if Ramondre Stevenson is out a little longer, I think you can pick up Pierre Strong. 0.2% rostered in ESPN leagues. Um, Man came out of nowhere, had only five carries, but 70 yards this week and a touchdown. Uh, Really showed that uh, he can be electric if this offense uses him right. And they'll most likely, if Stevenson is out, is go to more of a committee. But Pierre Strong might be the... Might be the uh, might be the guy that breaks it off and it has some more electric plays. So that's my only suggestion. Point two percent rostered. He's out there, guaranteed. He's out there. So next up for me, I'm gonna go Evan Ingram. Forty four point five percent rostered. We just saw a huge week, um, but I mean, it's really been two weeks in a row because uh, last week he had seven targets for five or, or seven targets, five receptions, and a touchdown. He gets the ball. This Jags offense looks good like we said earlier just give me a shot i mean realistically you're looking for a tight end that could get you in the end zone when you think of these hunter henry's emmy ingram's tight ends like that i think tight end i think Emmy ingram probably has better volume and so i would attack and see when i get a couple mismatches <clears throat> there is a terror that lurks both in the depths and in the jungle He has torn through every team that has come before him. A sophisticated pass-catching machine with an evolutionary sense for the end zone. Is this terrifying player a shark? Is it a lion? Neither. Coming to the 2022 Fantasy Playoffs is the apex predator. Defenses can only hope stays in their nightmares. It is DJ Shark. Run, hide, it doesn't matter. Because there's only one thing that DJ Shark will do to do. Devour fantasy opponents. 22.9% roster. <laughs> You're proud of yourself there? I'm, I'm like, I'm getting on the Instagram this week. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I'm happy with that. Um He's had, uh, but yeah, DJ Chark of the Lions. Uh, he has had <laughs> a touchdown in two of the past three games, and he has had back-to-back games with 94 or more yards. He is averaging six targets over the last three games, and this offense is rolling. He is also on the field a bunch, having the second highest snap count behind Amon Ross St. Brown over the past two weeks. He's 85 point. of the snaps. They face the Jets, Panthers, and then Chicago in the fantasy playoffs. Those matchups get easier as they go, so you might have a tough decision playing him in week 15. He's still playable, I think, but he should be viable at least definitely for the latter two, if anything. This offense is getting hot, 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 and a late-season waiver wire ad might just be the move you are able to tell and use in your victory speech once you take your fantasy trophy. Hot, hot, okay. hot. Uh, I'm going to go with Juwan Jennings, uh, San Francisco wide receiver. 
This is really just a one-week play here versus Seattle. I think Seattle's defense has come back down to earth. I think Seattle's organization has come back down to earth. If Debo is out, second option could definitely in the passing game could be uh, Juwan Jennings. They like him. You know, I, I'm not saying it's a great play. I'm not even sure if I would 100% love to do it. But if I was in a jam, I think Juwan Jennings could be a surprise of this Thursday. Um, I think he could be an end zone. I think he has a shot. Hmm. I can see it. Exactly. You have you have like maybe a T Higgins on your team who's hurt. Maybe you need to like plug and play somebody you're not super you're he's comfortable 24% with. Four percent roster. Yeah. So again, he's out there. Seattle's not a great defense. 49ers, I think national TV big game last Sunday. Build on it. Keep the momentum going. And I like Brock Purdy. He's throwing the ball well. Is he the new? Face of the 49ers? Um, <laughs> He's playing well. Yeah. I mean. It's two games, but. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I also thought the Bucks just were stupid. I I absolutely loved watching that game, though. Loved it. Hey, Kevin, did you like watching Mike Evans' touchdown get called back by Pelly? <laughs> <laughs> that was so unbelievably <laughs> brutal. You're like, oh, this is finally the moment. They finally connect. And you, I, I think Keone's face is just like Tom Brady's face when he turned around and saw the flag. Who the fuck held? <laughs> I, I went out, bought myself a Microsoft tablet just to slam it into the ground. <laughs> it destroyed the um, surface. <laughs> it's like, and then I'm like, sir, do you have a return policy? And they're like, no. And then you got the yeah. warranty on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, not for smashing it in the store deliberately. Um, my last. My last waiver wire guy is kind of a guy, you know, you can get in leagues. He's 2.3% rostered. It's Chris Moore. Um, it's kind of a, a guy who, you know, had a great week and who knows it's if you're, it's kind of a gamble play, but who knows he had 11, he had an 11 target game that saw him get 10 catches for 124 yards, no end zone, but still that's a really great game. Um, I don't think it can go unnoticed. You know, they face the chiefs, the Titans, and then Jacksonville, um, all are bottom 10 defenses versus the receiving position with the first two being both bottom five. The Texans have basically all but locked up the number one spot um, in next year's draft, and they have really nothing else to lose. So I think they just are just going to sling the ball around, you know, just have try and have fun. I don't know if it will be fun, but they'll try. Um, They're not a high school team, bro. They're not going to try to have fun. It's the NFL. Um, He can, I I think he can be, be, again, he can be picked up basically anywhere. So if you feel like taking a shot or confident in his connection with Davis Mills, go for, go for Chris Moore. You know, like us giving you guys some long shots. Yeah. Maybe you're in a 20 man league. 16 man league. I've seen, yeah, yeah I've seen 14, 16 man leagues. I've seen the 32 man league. league where your team is not very good. Yeah. Mm. You just need to spark anything. Maybe you got lucky getting into playoffs. Mm. Do you guys have anybody else that you would, um, that you'd pick up that's over 45% so I couldn't make your list? I'm pretty sure Goff and Trevor Lawrence are like right 45. 50%, yeah, that makes sense. Whatever. I, listen, those are QBs Streamers. that have been on fire, especially Goff at home. Home. Yes. Golf at home is way better than golf on the road. Yes. I think he's on the road this week against the Jets. So I'm not in love with that play. But again, it'll be cold T-Law, too. He won't like that. T Law <laughs> is looking good. Um 
pick up Watson as well if he hasn't been picked up. I know he's looking rough the first two weeks, but it's just Russ. He will, he'll hit, he's going to get his groove. And if he gets his groove, uh, it's a possibility he's a great play. Hmm. I do like Jared Goff and, and uh, T-Law, though. Those for sure are quarterbacks you, are, you, know, you should have if they're still on waivers because they can – they're not like flashy, you know, they're not like big names or whatever, or like, you know, for friendly names, but they're getting the job done in a <laughs> they're great mean job. names. Yeah. Not friendly. Um, this is a, okay. So my guy for this part is I'm not super confident in him, but the way he performed after coming back from a, another injury or re-aggravating his injury, JK Dobbins, 60.7% rostered. He has been iffy this year. But in this game, he had 15 carries for 120 yards and a touchdown. Um, he was a top 10 RB this week. I know it's difficult to trust him, but they face the Browns, then the Falcons, and then the Steelers again. So those are and, great matchups for a running back. And Lamar's out probably uh-huh. this week's. Tyler Huntley might be out. They might really be leaning. They're already a run first team. They might be really mm-hmm. leaning on the running backs versus uh, run, running with the quarterbacks like Huntley and, and Lamar could do. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He, and he also came out of nowhere. Like, I don't, I wasn't expecting him. It was like, oh, yeah, Gus Edwards. And, Gus, and it's like, no, the J.K. Dobbins just. Hey, you, you forgot know, about me. Yeah. I'm right here still. Um, J.J. left one person, Zonovan Knight. Uh, is that what you think JJ, JK Dobbins <laughs> sounds like? Or is that like just a, a role, like a, a role that you think someone has? Like, I don't know. What was that voice for? Uh, it, it was sounds just, more like. It was just like a, yeah, you forgot about me. I don't know. It's just. That's more like Northeastern things. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I forgot Tony Jones. <laughs> um, Zonovan Knight kind of took over the, uh, the Jets backfield. I mean, 17 carries to Michael Carter's five last week, 71 yards, a touchdown, uh, two targets, two receptions, but he's gotten other, he's had other weeks where he gets the targets and stuff. 57.2% rostered. He's a good pickup. He's uh mm. he definitely can get you some points in these, these next coming weeks. Uh, anybody you're dropping guys? Uh, I would drop, uh, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Dang that, that is Kyle, what Kyler Murray sounds like. You did a good impersonation <laughs> there, bud. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, JJ. I'm going to go Cortland Sutton. He had a hamstring injury this week. And so he obviously didn't get any points, but, and I, he hasn't done enough this, this season for me to like rely on him in the playoffs when it like, it really matters, you know, like it's one game elimination for mo- in majority of leagues. Uh, Judy looked like a golden child this week. So they might go Little to fade. him. I'm sure it will, but like, I just, I can't trust Cortland Sutton, even if he comes back and he's healthy. Yeah. Um, an honorable mention, DeAndre Swift. I'm not necessarily dropping him, but I'm not sure if I can, I can play him. He might be a bench. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, it's so frustrating that situation. I, I like your Cortland Sutton drop. It's, it's the Broncos. The thing is there's 17 games in a season. It's, it's hard to be bad for 17 straight games. Mm. Like you can lose, but like at one point their offense was going to have to score some points. So honestly, uh, though, like I would I would take Chris Moore over Cortland Sutton. So spicy. there you go. Yeah, I think that'll do it for the pod, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, catch us on Thursday morning. Uh, we also have a website, fantasydaydreamers.com or daydreamradio.com. Both work. Uh, we have YouTube, Daydreamer Media. 
We have an Instagram and a Twitter, both FF Daydreamers. We have a Patreon if you'd like to support us over there. We have multiple tiers, um, and you guys get rewards over there. You get to see first looks at stuff. Um, you get Keone's Got Characters, get the video. Help us out by doing that. That's patreon.com slash Media. We have a Twitch. We are live on Twitch. See, in reality, we're live right now. So, fun fact, we, we are live Mondays and Wednesday nights. Uh, we might be live after the season two, just random things. We're exclusive content right there. That is twitch.tv slash daydreamermedia. Uh, ask us questions there. I mean, we're literally going to, right after this, going to answer this dude's question. He just left a comment for us. So, uh, check us out on Twitch. You guys got any other plugs? Um, JJ's, the full video of JJ's Punishment is exclusively on YouTube. So, yes. It was a long we'll watch eight minutes. for our views, but don't actually listen to it. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I don't want to no. do my boy like that. My boy is smarter than what he read. I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it literally JJ, is. I would sound worse than JJ. What's, what's the opposite just, of savant skill? Whatever the opposite of a savant skill is, that's what JJ has for reading. So, so view it. Don't listen to it. I love you, JJ. You deserve better than that. Don't don't lose, don't 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 lose the don't but lose the draft. <laughs> if you do lose, we'll see you next Wednesday, JJ. <laughs> I think that's the best way at the pod. Stay dreaming. Stay, Stay dreaming. dreaming.